Welcome back to another episode of Yiddish and Chill with your hosts, Rebecca and Blanche. These are quarantine coffee talk conversations where we're going to break down one Yiddish word of the day. This week, the word is fablungen. Oh, it's fablungit. Fablungit. Yeah, with a... And is the R silent in the beginning, or is that pronounced? Is it far blungent or fa blungent? Fa, F, F A, fa blungent. It with a with not a D, but a with a T. T. Okay. A T, so the definition of the word fa is lost, but there's many ways that you can be lost. So. How would you describe fablungit? Well, um, you could use it either um, emotionally or physically. For example, um, let's say um, let's say you broke up with your boyfriend and you were just uh, absolutely shattered, and you could say, "Oh, I feel fablungit." I feel completely lost. Uh, that's one one way that you would could use it, and the other way physically is, for example, when um, your father was driving us to visit the McGraths in Massachusetts, and he took the wrong turn. I know he turned to uh, he turned to Rachel and said, "Well, what street?" is this and she said well you're on the wrong street oh i took the wrong turn so we were fablungent it took us at least another half hour before we got to the mcgrath so those are two um two ways in which you can use it and there are several other ways and i just can't think of them offhand but um those are two that stand out emotionally and then physically. And those, and I'm sure in the days when they didn't have, uh, what is it that you have in the car now? A GPS. GPS? Yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of people got fablungit in those days before they had GPSs, that's for sure. You know, I still get fablungit all the time in Boston because there's so many tunnels, and when you go under the tunnels, you're, there's not good reception. So I feel like I always take the wrong turns down there because I'm, I'm so reliant on my smartphone and my GPS. It's, I always get lost down there. Well, you're not the only one. You know, I've lived in Manhattan for many years now, um, and I still can't find my way on the subway to Queens or Brooklyn. Um, I just, uh, I'm a complete foreigner when it comes to uh, using a subway that leaves uh, Manhattan. So I understand perfectly what you're saying. and not only that, you know, the strangest thing happens to me from time to time. Uh, <clears throat> I found that I'll come up from the subway and I I feel fablungit in that I don't know if I'm the, on the east side or the west side. And believe it or not, here I am 
an indigenous Manhattanite asking a stranger, is this, uh, (laughs) I feel embarrassed even to talk about it. Um, Is this, is, is this the upper east side or? Do do I have to go across the street to go over to the west side? I just get confused when I come out of the subway sometimes, particularly if it's a different exit. Isn't that strange? Wow, that's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed to even talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you pretend you're from another state? Do you suddenly use like a a southern accent, pretend you're a tourist? Slipped up around me. What what causes that? Um, That's a funny secret. I've never seen you. uh, I've let it out of the bag. (laughs) Now you know. (laughs) Do you have to use a fake name too, so so it won't get back to your friends? (laughs) Oh, I don't use any name. (laughs) I'm usually (laughs) big sunglasses and very polite, and I say, "Oh, I'm awfully sorry." Excuse me, I'm awfully sorry. <laughs> I really act like I'm for blunges. <laughs> and the tables are reversed. I'm the, I'm the foreigner. I'm the tourist. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's really uh, amusing. I mean, I, I, after it's over, I think to myself, you know, I look at myself with a third eye and I say, what is going on here? Anyway... Actually, that was a question I was I have for you. A question I have is, well, I, I was going to say in a foreign country, not New York, I was going to say you are quite the world traveler, and you traveled before the age of smartphones and GPS where you had to use a good old-fashioned map. Do you have any funny stories of getting lost in a foreign country? Interestingly enough, talk about getting lost. My first trip to um, to Paris, uh, I used to take a bus and purposely get lost. Oh. You know, go to the end of the line uh, because this was a way for me to, you know, explore the city. And, you know, come back, I would come back again on the same, you know, the same way. But I found this uh, fascinating. And and even I would take walks and purposely um, not follow the map, but just um, uh, get lost. And I would find these charming little areas that were so beautiful and exciting. And it, uh, it, uh, I don't know. I always, I always found my way back. I mean, I, I always had my guidebook with me, but I loved, you know, exploring new areas. 
I didn't always want to go to the usual um, uh, places that the guidebook, you know, sent you to. I wanted to try off the beaten path kind of places. So I would, I would on purpose get for Blunchett. I love that. And it was exciting. It was exciting then. And then, I mean, with my meager French, high school French, I would ask um, directions, you know, and uh, I was... Uh, I was young and innocent then, so they were very sweet to me. I love that. I'll have to try that sometime. Maybe turn off <laughs> turn off my phone and I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Can you think of any other um, scenarios where uh, it would be appropriate to use that word? Yes, I have. So I have another scenario for you. So I know you've been learning new technology, but it hasn't been easy. And this past week you learned how to do Zoom calls, but... Oh, oh my gosh, that's a perfect example. You mean when Rachel was trying to... Do you know I looked in my iPad and I have Zoom one, two, three, four, five. She tried... She tried five times to get me on the Zoom, you know, whatever, Zoom area on my iPad and with no with no luck at all. Uh, yeah, she worked so hard to uh, and I thought I thought I was, uh, you know, I just I feel I felt for Blungeon, but she was very sweet and said, you know, it's not your fault. She says it's not working you know, there's something wrong on her end also. Uh, yeah, oh, that, I definitely felt for Blungett. Yeah, that word would be very appropriate. I, I, it's not just you. I think across, everywhere across the U.S., everyone's having to hop on these Zoom calls, and it can be quite overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, but it's not just the Zoom. You're being very kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not just the Zoom. Uh, there are so many other things that I don't understand about um, about the iPad. And uh, but I'm grateful that both you and uh, Rachel are very patient with me. And eventually, eventually, <laughs> when the iPad is no longer used and it's. Uh, It'll be uh, considered obsolete. I probably will have learned how to use it. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> oh, gosh. So I wanted to... I feel like I always get fablungent when I'm in department stores. You know, very big department stores like... Oh, Bloomingdale's yeah, like or Macy's. malls. And it's always right when you have to use the bathroom. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. I used to hate to go into Macy's because uh, I, I, I absolutely, I, I mean, I was always, I could never find my way back to the elevator um, when I went, you know, into one of the departments. I never f could find my way back. And, uh, I just, I just hated to go there, and uh, well, I guess I don't have to worry any longer. That, um, I mean, it's sad, but it looks like they've gone out. I mean, these stores have gone out of business, 
and everything is by uh, um, online now. Online, and I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so now I'm gonna have to learn how to do online. Yeah, no, that's a perfect example, Rebecca. Yeah. And what's the other one? Um. Oh, I was just th- thinking that. I was thinking we're all feeling a little fablungit without our normal routines. Like, I miss going to restaurants. I miss going to work. I miss my normal routine, having a gym. And so I feel, in a general sense, fablungit. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I think that would be appropriate to use that word. But I think there's a... There's even a better word, and that's a wonderful example to bring up because that's the way we all feel. We all feel uh, so disoriented. Yeah. And let's see if we can find a Yiddish word that uh, that would be even more appropriate. Appropriate. I mean, can we find a word for this? Well, for Blunjit is disoriented in a way too, but. Um, but you just described the way the the whole country is feeling, Rebecca. Um, yeah, we miss our routines. I mean, we 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 just followed these routines: brushing our teeth and eating breakfast and catching the the bus or the train, and without even thinking about it. And uh, how we miss that these simple things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I mean, that, that is, that, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm sure everybody is feeling the same way. And let's see if we can't find a word that is even more appropriate than for Blungit, because I know there's a, there's even a better word. I think we, I think we uh, did a, uh, we did a good job today, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it seemed to come very uh, naturally. I, th- I still uh, am, I'm going to have to practice saying it. I feel like my pronunciation needs work. Farblungent, farblungent. Far, far, blungent. Jet. Like a jet plane. Farblungit. That's better, yeah. Farblungit, you know, and also the the uh, emphasis on the syllables is important, too. Farblungit. Farblungit. Yeah, that's much better. Farblungit. What, 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 the, the ending, you, uh, you don't emphasize enough. For Blungit. For Blungit. That's it. Very good. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in, like, French class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I were in my French class. I loved it. <laughs> I loved French. Oh, God. <laughs> 